Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Well, it is July 4th, so let me re- let me wish you a happy July 4th. I hope you enjoy some fun, take some pictures, make some memories with family, have a good old barbecue or whatever your thing is to do on July 4th. Happy July 4th. Folks, a couple of things we got to talk about. We got to talk about why June 30th is an important thing in the housing market, why that date is important. We could also talk about the top five channels that folks are watching, uh, my subscribers are watching. And of course, we will talk about the UK, Tom Lee, and much, much more. First though, surprise, surprise, surprise. I have an announcement. We are gonna try to do a live stream right here on this channel at 8 a.m. I've invited Dion, Mike, and Matt. I'm not sure everyone can make it. Dion has confirmed. So we are gonna do a live stream at 8 a.m. in about 29 minutes. If you wanna join, you can ask questions, interact with us, just have a good old time. We will try to make the technology work. Again, Dion and I, and quite possibly Matt and uh, Mike might do a cameo. So folks, uh, a live stream, we haven't done one in a while. You will have a chance at 8 a.m. Let's talk about June 30th. June 30th, obviously the end of Q2, but in the housing market, June 30th is a transition. You can go back 20, 30 years and realize that the housing market has seasons, right? We have just left the seasonal strong season, AKA the spring selling season. The second half of the year, generally speaking, is much slower. So Altos Research, again, shout out Mike Simonson and the team at Altos Research reminds us that typically, typically post June 30th, Purchases slow down, they decelerate. Price declines, if they were to occur, generally speaking, are in the second half. Inventory will crest, inventory will build. I actually think something I'm watching this time, days on market. If we can keep rates up, and by up, I mean over seven, you are going to see transactions slow. I think you're also going to see inventory slow, but days on market, it's going to go from a teenager. I think it's 14 or 15 days today. It could go over 30 and quite possibly 40 days. Uh, Inventory will crest. As of last report, inventory is 466,000 active listings. That is down. 2% 2% from last year, 2% from last year. So we could be under last year's active listings for the remainder of the year, things to watch. Um, last thing from Altos Research, 385,000 homes are in contract, right? They are pending. Uh, that is actually 14% fewer than last year. So again, we are transitioning into the slow season, so just be aware of it. Again, these national numbers, 
whether I talk about them or the great work at Altos Research or Logan from Housing Wire or Lance, realize that you should be worried about your buy box. Look at your buy box every day. Track your buy box, see what's going on. Some of you, your buy box is still very tough. Some of you, your buy box is actually seeing some inventory. So watch this in the, se in the uh, slow season. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went back to my portfolio that we've built in. We actually bought most of our properties October and November, right? When we historically look at it, something like 60% of our purchases were October and November, right? When we go back, because again, I am picky, I am cheap, I only do great deals. It's, I'm not opposed to buying in the spring selling season. There's just too much competition. So again, do the work, have the daily discipline, never forget to look. So uh, let's talk about Paul Krugman. I don't know if you know who he is, but he won a Nobel Prize in economics. Uh, he is actually out talking about inflation falling off a cliff. He indicated that Google searches for the word inflation have crashed. And he indicated that once inflation rolls over to 3%, it will fail to register in the consumers. It will fall out of the public consciousness. And if you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know that I believe we are actually going to get a headline CPI print of 2.9% next week. So if Paul is right, and if I am right, those are lots of ifs, and again, I'm wrong all the time, we could see inflation fall below that theoretical 3% and out of the public's consciousness. Wouldn't that be nice to not worry about inflation anymore? How about Tom Lee? Tom Lee has come out again and said that he sees a uh, S&P high of the year, actually an all-time high, not only a high for the year, an all-time high of 4,825, 4,825. Tom Lee is often paraded around as the largest bull on CNBC, excuse me, trying to fight off a sneeze. You also, if you watch this channel, know that our Sunday guest, Dan Bird, has been calling for an all-time high for months now. So shout out, Dan, for doing the work, for sharing with us. Again, if you want an opportunity to understand what Dan Bird looks at, we are hosting an event on July 16th. Uh, if you buy it, you will also get the video so you can watch and learn after. We will be doing lots of great things. Get the event July 16th. It's 47 bucks. Uh, we're almost up to 100 seats sold, so almost 50% sold out. Uh, so get your seat today. Office buildings and the Fed. We talked about this. I told you one of the things that I think would be coming is something that's known as extend and pretend. What is extend and pretend? It's basically where the lenders go to the operator of the building and say, yeah, we could, in theory, foreclose on you. We don't want to. The Fed has gone to lenders and said, here are some new guidelines. We ask that you implement short-term loan accommodations. That is extended pretend. It's basically, hey, we're not going to use our right to foreclose. We're going to let you try to work yourself out of this. Hopefully office occupancies or conversions or whatever allows this asset to become wealthy. So again, remember that 
lenders don't have to foreclose. They can, they can take it back, but they don't have to. And now the Fed is stepping into the commercial real estate market specifically for office with brand new guidelines that say, hey, we suggest short-term loan accommodations. Folks, if you want to get ahead of all this commercial stuff, I suggest you follow Real Deal. Real Deal is somebody I follow on Instagram. Uh, they put out a lot of great information about commercial real estate. A lot of you asked for what I read. If you're looking at commercial real estate, I haven't found a better source than Real Deal. Uh, give them a follow, check it out. It's something I read almost every day. All right, now we're going to talk about inflation. Again, I think inflation is going to roll over hard, certainly in a couple, uh, I guess about a week or so. Uh, but now we have car prices. Even new car prices are rolling over. We've been hearing about used car prices roll over. Now new cars are rolling over. Why is this important? When you look at core inflation, X food, X energy, core, it has proven to be remarkably sticky. Why is that a problem? That is something the Fed is focused on. But what are the two largest contributors to core inflation? Without question, number one is shelter. Owner's equivalent rent, everything about shelter. I have already told you for months now that mathematically speaking, shelter will roll over in the summer. It will roll over, my best guess is August. Now we have car prices also coming in. We are going to see core inflation start to drop significantly, my guess is in August. Headline is already clearly rolling over. But these are things to watch. And now with car prices going down, it is just more evidence. Britain or the UK, we talked about them a couple of times. Again, I think they have a mortgage disaster that is brewing that could lead to a real estate crash of epic proportions. One of the other things that unfortunately is going on in Britain today is they are the only major economy where inflation is rising. Yes, folks, uh, Britain, they still have rising inflation. In fact, headline inflation is 8.7%. Core is 7.1. 8.7 and 7.1. I suppose on the good side, wages, Again, wages are up 7.2%. So yes, if you talk about wages being up 7.2%, you're probably happy, right? Unfortunately, that is a nominal number. If you adjust for inflation, it is negative. So even though you may have gotten a 7.2% raise, you're still negative. That is ungood. Uh, Next, 2023 Q1. What happened according to our Federal Reserve in Q1 of 2023? It's very important according to the Fed. What did they say? The Fed indicated that we, or they, the Fed indicated they, have gone restrictive. What does that mean? Well, folks, for much of the pandemic, they were accommodative. They were dovish. They indicate that based on their reports, they did not go from accommodative to restrictive until Q1 of 2023. So if that's true, they've been restrictive for six months. What they're saying is we are going to have to be restrictive for some time. 
again, I could be reading too much into this, but what I am seeing them do is lay the groundwork for pausing all year and maybe a long time into next year. Again, I expect CPI headline to be 2.9. I expect the next Fed meeting to be a big nothing burger. But again, 87% of the market think I'm wrong. 87% of the market thinks the Fed will raise a quarter point. We will see in a few short weeks. And then lastly, folks, I know I talk about um, Vegas or bust. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you. Yeah, I got to tell you, yesterday was a very slow day for the channel. We only added, I think, seven new subscribers. If you happen to be one of those seven subscribers, thank you very much. If you're part of the other 47,000 plus, thank you very much. But yeah, we are trying to get to 50,000. We are 26, 26 away. Uh, like, subscribe, and comment. Back to my last point. The top five YouTube channels all of you are watching. So I don't know if you guys know this, YouTube puts out YouTube analytics. So I can go into my channel and understand what all of you are watching. Remember the last couple of days after talking with Jason Pritchard, I said that your social media feed is an asset or a liability. So I went to YouTube analytics and I found the top five channels that all of you are watching. The top five channels that my viewers, my subscribers watch. Um, we'll go uh, top five, so I'll go five to one. And I'm curious what you guys think of this top five list. Number five, real estate mindset. Number three, or number four, sorry, I can't count. Five goes four. This is John Williams. Number three, RJ Talks. Number two, Michael Bordenero. I hope I'm close. And number one channel that all of you watch, Reventure Consulting. That's the top five list. Remember, your feed is an asset or a liability. Folks, at the end of the day, I want you to have an amazing July 4th. If you can stick around for an hour, we are going to do a live stream just to talk to you, just to ask, answer questions. We'll see what's rocking and rolling out there. I hope you have an amazing day. We will be back at it tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. And remember, today is the last day. If you want to get 100 bucks of goodies, you need to buy the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time for $3.99. And then I will email you and ask you, what courses do you want for free? Spend $3.99 today, get 100 bucks of goodies, and please, lots of you have bought the course in the last three days because of this special. Join the Facebook group. It's free and worth the cost of admission. So again, folks, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself, and we will try a live stream in 10 or so short minutes. Bye-bye.